ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. How do I put this, but alright, alright, alright. If you all notice a whirring sound in the background, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. It's just a heater keeping me warm this cold season. And you're going to be hearing it more often than not. Why? Because my place is extremely drafty. And it's the best sort, sort uh, source of heat that I have. Uh, as soon as I could get enough uh, funds together for a baseboard heat to make things quieter, or what have you, um, I'll have somebody come in and get that installed. But for now, again, you're going to hear that heater more often than not. But if I could get at least uh, where I record nice and toasty, uh, depending on the day, whether it's me and Sasha recording or myself doing an episode like this, I'll turn it off, record what I need to, and when I get done, turn it back on. So to minimize the whirring sound. So, uh, that being said, in regards to this week with me and Sasha, the main episode, uh, I'm sad to say uh, Sasha's luck is just as bad as mine. And a lot of shit went down on my end, once again, and Sasha's end this past week. Uh, and uh, there's both me and Sasha have some stuff to take care of. So, therefore, a lot of recording is not going to get done, but these filler episodes will help keep the algorithms alive. And uh, what I plan to do, it's still this episode is still going to be a Lost Media episode, but it's not going to be a covert cast Lost Media episode. It's going to be a, or I should say, it's going to be an Electric Eye Lost Media episode. I'll get into uh, what me and Big Candy talked about in this. Uh, for those of you who don't know or didn't listen to any of the episodes that we put out in uh, like June and July, like late May, June and July, uh, Electric Eye, it, like I said, it's a defunct episode, uh, defunct podcast that um, I should say, not only is it defunct, it's a podcast that me and, Can- me and Big Candy tried to do uh, back in 2000. 2009, late 2008, early 2009. Um, it's defunct. We tried for a few months. Uh, we There was no organization behind it. We just uh, chose topics out of a hat, so to speak. We had fun doing them. Uh, I only have a bunch so that we might be cycling through them. Uh, I did post a bunch of Electric Eye stuff on here before. Uh, again, I like showing you guys, or if I get bored enough, I'll post up one or two every now and again. But in this episode, even though it was recorded almost, uh, I want to say about 15 years ago. Uh, yeah, I'd say about 15 years ago. It, a lot of what me and Big Candy talk about hold true today. Because we talk about uh, how the collecting industry has changed uh, over the years, so 
as much as it changed between, let's say, 1990 to 2008, it has changed a lot between 2008 and 2023. So, we're... I want you guys to hear this, and I want you guys uh, to talk about this on, you know, on our Facebook page, uh, when I post up on, you know, if it's for this episode or not, discuss it in the comment section, and if you, this is why I'm going to direct you guys and gals to find out, I'll put the link in our, uh, uh, our bio, so you can uh, collect it click it and as I've been promoting over the past few weeks or a few days our good pods link and good pods is the best place to leave comments on a particular episode and uh, let us know exactly what you think and just rate each episode so go there show us support some support on there good parts is good pods is an up-and-coming podcast catching app um i know some of you might use like spotify apple podcasts or even for now google podcasts um think about going with uh good pods as a uh a podcast catching app that is available on both ios and on uh google platforms or android platforms so you don't it's something that you don't have to be tied down to um and it's very, at least for now, it's very good, and it's uh, very interesting. I'm gr- glad to be uh, pushing our podcast on that and getting traction there as well. Uh, we're not going to stop you from using your favorites, but still, uh, if you don't want to use God, uh, good pods, I also recommend pod, the Podbean app because that way you could also uh, uh, find every single one of our episodes but either way enough of me rambling right now i'll talk more about it on the other side of this episode either way here is that episode for all of you so hey george cue the music we'll be right back with more of the long coat mafia podcast Welcome to the Electric Eye Collective Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, the Reverend Jen Esquire, who's commonly mispronouncing his own stinking name, and across from me is... Big Candy. I'm drawing Captain America, and he's saying turd sandwich. (laughs) That he is. (laughs) I said welcome to another episode, and I just found out something interesting from Big Candy, which you want to tell the listening audience. I don't know how recent this is. I think it might be a couple months old, but... It's recent to me. And me. And I think it's funny. Uh, Currently, 
Fox News had reported <laughs> that, <laughs> that at a at a rally for the Democratic uh, National yeah Fox Party, News less less they, reliable than coast to coast AM <laughs> uh, had reported that Michelle Obama had given fifty pound puppies to uh, her. Uh, husband Barack Obama while uh, stepping for those, off stage. For those who are too white to understand, it's when someone kind of gives you the knuckle, knuckle of kind of like the boxing greeting. It's like one yeah. fist above the other, and they kind of return the favor. Yeah, that's in essence pound kind puppies. of pound puppies. So it gave him that, and apparently that it was terrorist hand jargon. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they call respect nar- knuckles. <laughs> yeah, really. So. Uh, we just thought that was funny, topical, and a little bit... Yeah, Fox News. Bigfoot actually exists. They're frozen in somebody's tub. I swear. I swear, it's real. Uh, it's a, you know, it's just a hoax. Uh, we knew all along. Yeah, right, Fox. Go away. <laughs> Good job, Fox. Good job. So... So, either way... Today's topic... Today's topic, we're going to go talk about co- collecting... How... Uh, here, here's the deal. It's not so much another collecting. collecting we're going to talk about this thing. What we're going to talk about basically is uh, adults and kids and where they fall nowadays. Yes. And uh, in the world of the hobby the, that the hobbies. we love. And, you know, toys, comics, what have we'll, you. We'll go into stuff like that in detail later on. We probably have another episode in the pipe that we have as a backup, just in case both of us are sick, that we could probably post as a bonus episode sometime down the road uh, in reference to collecting comics and all that. But still, this is how the hobby might have changed from maybe, the, what, the 80s yeah. to now? Yeah. Or the hobbies have changed from the 80s to now. Right. To set it up, just a little perspective, I'm 29... And I am the ripe old age of 32. You're not on. that old. You're 30, 33. You're going to be 33 here yeah. in, what, October? October. So, we're not that terrible. Well, we're old, but we're not that terrible. We remember where there were actual four network stations on the TV, and the rest were UHF stations, okay? Which, you know what's funny, though? A lot of comic book collectors are older than we are. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's we're talking... scarier. 40s... Got a house, got a mortgage, got, you know, well, you do, but, <laughs> you know, got the house, mortgage, five kids, and the, you know. White picket fence. White picket fence. And they've been collecting for a lot longer than we have. So they they could probably give us some real perspective if they email us at. At EECF25428 at Comcast.net. Please, we know you're listening. Email us. Tell us how we're doing. We want the attention. We know you're out there. <laughs> that, uh, back that, to the show. That was fucking smooth <laughs> till you're e-begging. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, from our perspective, that's that's how long we've been in the hobby. I've been I've been in it since I was pretty much like five six years old, uh, on and off. You've been in it since I don't know. I've in essence, I've been. I learned to read with comics. Thank you, Marvel and Spider Man. Right. So, and that was back when I was like five. All right. So we've been about since we were five. Yeah. Which is staggered by a couple you know years. you know an aunt comes over or an aunt's friend comes over and it's like here have a comic you know yeah you go run away you're looking at the pictures and all of a sudden you're starting to like you know it's Spider Man and you kind of 
Like, I know that word, Spider-Man. And you kind of learn to read that way. Right. So definitely since the mid-80s. Okay, so all that aside. What do you remember most about collecting comic... Well, not even collecting, just getting comic books, uh, watching Saturday morning cartoons, playing with toys. What, the, what I'm trying to say, the one thing that you probably will say you remember most is it was geared towards kids. Yeah, it was all... Especially, nowadays when you... Even now when I get up in the afternoon because I work late nights, and even on Saturday mornings, there's no kid shows. Well, what we mean by kid shows, I mean, I'm not talking very odd parents or stuff like that. We're talking shows on Fox, NBC, NBC, ABC, and even uh, maybe CW. Shows that are cartoons or... The Saturday morning type genre. There is no Saturday. Th- there is no Saturday morning. Now, is now, now it's equivalent of the grassy high. Yeah, well, like or, I, like equi- I call like it, kitty porn. Kitty porn. Yeah. You know the you know it has to be or equivalent of that's so Raven, yeah. where all the kids are have low cut pants, super slim. They're Chris Hansen bait. You know that sort of thing. Right. Uh, and the and everything you if you. Watch the commercials between in these shows. It's, are you so fresh? If so, you know <laughs> that sort of thing. You're like, is that a what, tampon commercial on Saturday morning? morning? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I know, and that's that's what kind of disturbs me because like, when like we like kids. with comic books, my 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 fight is this. It's like, yeah, I enjoy the complex storylines. I enjoy the the depth of the characters, yeah. but. What kid... Now, I'm not dumbing down kids, because I was a kid once, and I didn't like it when people did it to me. But what kid is going to read that and take what I take from it? They're not going to look at it like I look at it. you got to figure, back in the 80s, during the commercials, let's take the old old school 80s G.I. Joe. Best cartoon out there for its time. (laughs) But during the commercial breaks, you had the adverts, not only for the toy line, but you might have had... Kids, go to your local retail or comic shop and pick up the new G.I. Joe comic book. Yeah. And that we'd go to the comic shop if we knew where one was or the local supermarket if they sold comics. Mm-hmm. And we saw the G.I. Joe comic if they carried it along with Spider-Man. And that kind of got us into the hobby. Yeah. Or we knew... Other friends well, who went there. a lot of this stuff has gone into bad territory because they said, oh, they're just using kids to market to the parents. Uh, we're going to show a thousand toys between cartoons. Kids are going to, I want, I want, I want, I want. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do it anyway. So, but, you know, and they, they were, it's proven that McDonald's use kids uh, to market, you know, the yeah. food to their parents via, I want, I want, want, uh, I want, you know, McDonald's, I want a Happy Meal. And it's the same difference. But at the same time, like, well, that's kids. But the cartoons themselves are gone. Yeah. The adventure is gone. There's no there's no room for creativity anymore. It's just that like a, the the kitty porn like I call it, there's the um the dancing show, I guess, you know, yeah, whatever. like the high school musical and Yeah, that crap kind of like stuff. That. The the it's entertainment like, show. Especially like during the holidays, like every year I expect during the holiday season between Thanksgiving and New Year's, I expect not if I miss it, I miss it fine. 
but I expect to see on the TV roster, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you know, yeah. here comes Santa Claus. And the one thing I look forward to every year, I purposely search for it on Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, Saturday mornings, or, you know, during the week, is the old Toys R Us, you know, uh, how to how to go? Um, more trains, more toys. You know, oh, I'm yeah. a Toys R Us kid. Yeah. That that whole old jingle, you don't hear that anymore. It's gone. It's all gone. I want to see the Toys R Us ones. Like you know, they had Jeffrey the giraffe. You know, and the whole family. They don't have that anymore. It's gone. It's gone. The kid market is dead. The kid market is now centered around. Uh, High school musical, the, the drama Almost. stuff, stuff that I don't. I the don't, Hannah Montana, yeah. the iCarly. It, it's it's the stuff that it's like. Um, I want to. How would you say they're marketing this stuff? It's it's the you have to look pretty. pretty. Uh, it's the talent stuff, like singer, dancer so stuff. You gotta, you it's, know. There's no substance to it. It's, it's like you like, gotta be super thin, super gorgeous. The uh, especially for the women. It's, you know, you got to look like, uh, they've taken the creativity. Yeah, out. That's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. They've taken all the creativity out. They say, we'll be creative. Let us do this for you. You just follow us. So you have, you're breeding sheep. Yeah. Is what you're doing. We, the, when was the last time? Now, every now and again, you'll catch a commercial for a new G.I. Joe toy, but Back in our day, you had the G.I. We're using G.I. Joe as an example here. You had G.I. Joe coming out with a new action set every other, almost every other week. It felt like it. Um, yeah, you had the ton and a half of kids saying, I want that, I want that. Or you had the new He-Man you know, action set. But the thing is, with that, well, as soon as we got home, we didn't care if that package set was a variant uh, or 1 in <laughs> 16 pack. But as soon as we got at home, we took the... Toy, I know half the action figure enthusiasts just cringed when I said it. We took the action figure out of the package and played with it. I still do. <laughs> See, I collect action figures. If you will turn to your left and look, <laughs> you'll see that I collect action yeah, figures. And they're out of the case. Yeah. A lot of them are out of out the, of the package. Some of them as a matter of fact, Big Candy on his shelf has my old sound wave. In the cassette mode. He's ter currently in, in in Walkman mode. Yeah, he's currently in Walkman mode, sitting on the shelf, because Big Candy thinks he's awesome. <laughs> yes, I do. And I love I love like old toys. I love new. A lot of the new toys are pretty good too. A lot of the new stuff is is a lot better than and the thing is. The old the, toys are made the, were metal. Some of them. Well, let's. I'm, this is one thing I want to touch on before we go into craziness. New toys are not meant to be played with. Yeah, they're meant to be... Displayed. Displayed. Which upsets me to no end. Like, if you look at... You turn have the one turn this way. See that spawn right there? Which one? Uh, the him? one that's yeah. already posed? Yeah. He's pre-posed but articulated. So you can pose him in different variations of that pose, but if you try to play with him... You can't. Tough shit. It's like a, it's like a statue that you can it's move. It's not like the... Uh, Wolverine that I have down in the package still. Yeah. That's 43 points of articulation that you could actually play with. Right. But I still have it in the box because I'm such a geek. Um, <laughs> like the rhino there. Yeah. He he is posed, 
but you can you move him. Yeah, you can adjust his pose, but you can't play with him. No. Now, now the old Marvel Legends, the Toy Biz Marvel Legends, you can do that with. You can move them around. The new ones, eh, not so much. They're like, they're kind of bulky. Yeah. Kind of not, not playable. <laughs> they're kind of like what you have on the wall over there. They're yeah. Not, they're... That's why they don't come out of the package, because they're stupid. <laughs> I still like some of them, but... Like, like the, the new G.I. Joes are a lot like that, but they actually have more points of articulation than the old ones, if you can believe that. You can actually move their feet. Uh, but anyway, besides all this hoo-ha, um, it's, what, the whole point of what we're trying to say is they've turned our they hobby. As we got older, I guess they... turned they, our fun... I'd say they turned our fun into a hobby. Well, yeah. Well, people, or they made it more into a hobby. People realized that Oh, these kids got older. Let's keep selling to them. So now... They have that 1 in 15 case variant. Right. Well, like I was explaining to you about the Matchbox cars. Every time I work at a store, I won't say where, but I work at a store, and we get in cases of Matchbox cars, okay? Uh, I can crack open any given case. (laughs) I have first crack at everything, so ha ha ha. (laughs) That's, That's my terribleness in all this. Um, but when things come in, like, like I said, is that through the packaging? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you wrecked the packaging, I just it's realized, no, it's no I just longer collectible. That. I was like, how the hell did I do that? <laughs> anyway, when I open up like a case of matchbox cars, I will find nine times out of 10, what's called a treasure hunt. A treasure hunt is, it can be, it's either a one in every, well, I think there's one per case. But then there's super treasure hunts that are like one in every 16 cases. Something like that. Something ridiculous. I can't remember. Somebody can email me and give me the math on that. I can't remember. But the difference is basically the one in every case is worth about $10. The one in every 16 cases is worth about 50 bucks. And they're basically it's a variant of a regular car. That's, they're all 97 cents no matter what. But... What little kid's going to know about the super treasure hunt? Yeah. And what little kid will ever see it? Because guess what? The guys in the back room. (laughs) Well, me, if I'm not pulling them from the packages. uh, One, (laughs) when 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 the store store opens, butt crack of dawn. Or if they're a 24-hour store, the the people are there at the butt crack of dawn when this product goes out. Well, they've got our, our schedule down to a science. They know what time... Our team members are stocking in the toy department. They know what time. I know back when the Star Wars toys. Mm-hmm. This was back when the remakes were. St- I don't want to say the remakes, the redos. Redos. <laughs> yeah. The do overs, call them what you want, were coming out to theaters, and they were putting the Star Wars toys back out. <laughs> the Star Wars Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And at that time, I was walk, working for a Mart store. Figure out which one. Uh, Tram Law. <laughs> Tram Law. Say it backwards. <laughs> yeah, if you say it in front of a mirror, a creature comes out. No, that's, uh, that's the but either way. Can I get an eyeball in my hand? <laughs> it's the movie, folks. At <laughs> EECF25428 at Comcast.net. Uh, either way, uh, when the, these mulligans were coming out, one of the guys in the back room 
told me during break, he said, you know, our layers are settling out like crazy. I said, what? What do you mean? He said, well, they're only putting one layer in per case. And not only that, I think they're only putting in two C-3PO's in per case. And so what I did was I went into the back room when I had a chance. I took the long way back off a break, opened up, you know, a Star Wars, you know, Mattel box, pulled out the, the Leia and the C-3PO, stuck it on the shelf. And I'm a, as soon as I got a chance to clock out and leave shift is when I pick them up off the shelf, go to the register, pay for them, get my discount, and bring them home like Guess what I got? I got two rarities, you know, put them away. I still have them. The cards are bent a little bit, but they're still in fairly good condition. Yeah. See, and that's the kind of thing. It's like, why did you do it? Oh, yeah, they're yeah, rare. rare. <laughs> because they're collector's things. And, like, we and they're all, not worth anything anymore. I'm not so. saying we all, we all do it. Okay, we are all collectors, and we all, like, every once in a while, we grab things that we know are worth money or worth, worth clout, I'll say. They're not so much money, but it's like, oh, well, this is one of, you know, X amount of things. Um, but, but like, folks, there are some things that are, you might think are a limited run. You're not collector's plate you saw on late night primetime yeah. TV that's worth diddly and things, squat. Let me, here's, here's the golden rule. If you're going to collect things, collect what you like. Yeah. If you're going to... Get things to buy so that you can resell them. Sell At a later them, point. Sell them right away, actually. Yeah. Why? Because they're never going to be worth more than what you paid, than what for. You paid for them. Or, or what you got them, uh, the, the going price when you bought them. But the thing is, if you buy that select piece, you're, good chance the only thing you place you're going to sell that is at a place that's selling those things for those type of people. Yeah. Uh. Meaning, if you have 15 billion Star Wars toys, the only place you might be able to sell it is at a Star Wars show. Right. So, well, here's one thing. I, or eBay. EBay's, eBay is the biggest, so go ahead and say it. Um, the worst case of what we're talking about I can think of is not so much comic books. I would actually say the worst case is sports cards. Yeah. Sports cards, that... Has run amok. Literally. Literally, it has gone. There is no kids whatsoever involved in I've sports went to cards. I've a couple of those shows, and the, no offense to you, but uh, the, the attitude is like, oh, you're, this is your first show? Or, yeah. oh, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, it's so boring. Oh, it's, and I mean, it's so. Don't ever try and talk to those guys. Don't sit there and try and have a conversation with them. The only thing that they see is money. Money. And the thing is, what gets my goat, it, it, this was a hobby that was kind of geared for us as kids. Yeah. That getting a pack, yeah, here, we're dating ourselves right now. Packs were 50 cents a piece. Oh yeah, 100%, 50%. And you, and you got 15, 20 cards in a pack and gum. <laughs> and what the, the highest rated stuff was the stars and the rookies. Yeah. That was what the best part was. Stars and rookies. Or just getting a pack of sports cards or and hockey error, cards. And error cards were the big things. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Error yeah. cards. That was and it was a rarity that you had a card that, if by some fluke that one of the companies was doing gold cards, mm. if you heard rumors that a, uh, a company was doing gold cards, 
That was like big shit. That was big shit. Yeah, now it's like gold cards, one per pack, two per pack. Or every card's a gold card. And then you have to get... Then you have to get what, black gold, gold yeah, card. Yeah, black gold cards. The one that I thought was hilarious, though, it, the newest thing that I know of is the one of one. Yeah, um, folks, here's what's been happening. Back a couple of years ago, the card companies that make the Pokemons and the Yu-Gi-Oh's and that sort of thing developed this whole idea of instead of making full sets that everybody has could collect every card, they decided let's make certain cards. We have the ability now to make certain cards rarer than other cards. And it's gotten to the point that out of a 200 card set per se, they might have 150 cards you'll be able to get no problem. Everybody be able to get. I'll be able to get. Big Kenny will be able to get. You guys will be able to get. The remaining 50, 40, maybe 40 of them, they made, instead of umpteen billion, they only made a million. And the remaining cards, they only made 50. But that one card, they only made one of one. One. There is one card. Just one card. Now, baseball creators, Tops, Fleer, whoever's left, decided, you know, that's a good idea. Let's make umpteen billion of the, our normal set, but one card, one card, we'll choose. It could be any player. It could be the worst player in the league. One of one. Now, no one can complete a full set. No. Of one of one. Of one of one. Exception of... Bill Gates. The, uh, <laughs> they put out the entire set. Yeah. If they put out a set, set of one of ones... No, I'm not saying a one of ones. I mean... Well, I'm, just, well, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying that the whole set is like numbered one to 700. Yeah. They'll have a one of one. But every now and again, a, a company like Tops will put out a complete set. Right. Therefore, that one of one is in there. But in the box set, if you went... Bo- you know... Pack by pack, you'll never find it. Right. But in that box set, is that one of one. But if you take out that one of one, that one card that you might be missing, you just ruined your own set. Right. Well, the one of one whole idea is they've made one card of this card. There is only one in existence. So if they if Tops puts out... You can't even put out a set. There is no set of one of ones. There's no such thing. You can't have a set. I remember back in the day, I have them in this closet yeah. that's sitting behind me, folks. Complete sets of tops. Yeah. A little but box set. What sets. I'm saying, the one of ones are a subset. They're an insert. One of ones... What's stopping... Uh, you, you'll never have one. <laughs> uh, what I'm talking about is complete sets. Oh, yeah. What's stopping complete tops from saying, you know what, uh, Dick Jones, you know, of the New York... Mets yeah. is the worst player of the league. Let's make only one card of his. Yeah. And his card number is like six ninety nine. Right. You'll never find six ninety nine. Right. You'll find fifteen billion of every other card. Well see they don't do that though. You can get complete sets. They're the regular cards are in abundance. And I don't know how well you know about one of ones, what you know about one of ones. Well that's They're, the thing. What's well, stopping Tops from doing something like that? Nothing. And Tops would do that just to fuck with people. But here's the thing. One of ones are an insert card. One of ones are cards that you will find. Uh, and the thing is, like, chances, numbered, no, nobody really cares about well, those players. Well, I'm just saying, they're numbered one 
in uh, or the odds are one in like oh god thousands, one in something thousand that you'll find one of one. You have a better chance of buying one on the uh, on the secondary market. Even if you get one, you get Doug Jones. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Your card is, and the funny thing is, there's no standard to it, so there's never a price in the price guide. Not to mention, nobody really wants it because yeah. they can't really sell it. And you can't complete a set, so how collectible are ones and ones? Not very. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's like the the player of the year, I could really not even understand of one of one. You know, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, it's like further, bas- saying, further bastardizing best. something else that I found fun as a kid. Yeah. Here's here's your you know. Not to mention, like inse- we said, inserts have gone crazy. <laughs> not to mention, like we said, it, we grew up being these, you know, collectors, and the hobbies pretty much adjusted to this that they're gearing for an adult market now. And some companies are trying to gear stuff back for kids, and it's not working. Yeah, the only staple that I'll say it's not really a hobby. The only staple that I can say that has lasted this long and is actually a driving force in my life right now that I think is awesome, wrestling yes. has not changed. Wrestling is still geared as much towards adults as it is to kids. Yeah. And it has not changed. And, and the thing <laughs> is, I've had people at, tell me, it's like, yeah, I watched uh, I TiVo uh, SmackDown or TiVo Raw. They're like, are you gay? I said, no, I watched it while I was eating breakfast. Oh, then it's okay. <laughs> You know, I was watching I was watching a SummerSlam with a bowl of cereal and yeah. a glass of milk. So, I mean, that's the one thing that has not changed. Like, you know, wrestling yeah. is... You could be a kid. You could <laughs> be a kid again. And that's why I like watching it. People are like, what, are you crazy? What, are you five? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When I watch, I watch it, I I'll watch it with a big glass of milk and a bowl of cereal. I know it's fake. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, wrestling is real and the moon landing was fake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and that's what I'm saying. So, if if I could take anything, I guess wrestling, fine. That that yeah. that'll be what's real in my life anymore. I still will collect comic books because, like I said, yeah, I'm an adult now, so I can understand the over dramatic storylines. I'm an adult now, so I can pull the cars out of the cases because I work somewhere where I can do that. <laughs> I will buy the one of one of Doug Jones off of eBay because fuck it, <laughs> I can, I can. But please. To the industries, help the kids out nowadays. They have do, no, do they have no imagination. They, they'd rather we get more video game ads on TV than we do the GI Joe right. action figure ads or the He Man action figure. There's ads. no creativity. What you're just gonna tell them what to do for the rest of their lives. The thing is, we want you know we want the kids to go outside with a bunch of GI Joes or look, hell even little Green Army men. Yeah. And do mock wars in the backyard. Maybe get them outside. And my thing is, maybe those days are gone. Yeah. Maybe those days are gone, but I mean, you know. Remember, it, little green army men are five thousand for a buck. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it, I say to any parents out there that are listening that have kids that were into the same stuff we are, or yeah, go you know, to Dollar where, Tree and get that hundred pack of little <laughs> army help, men. Help your kids out, like it, like it inspired in me creativity. Yeah, it inspired in me like with comic books. It inspired reading and stuff. Yeah, my, even if you get the kid friendly comic books that they have out nowadays, or even if you have to dig up some of the older books. When I learned Marvel to, essentials are like fourteen ninety nine. Again, if this this is geared to the comic industry, especially Joe Casada, if you're listening, when I was five, I was in essence the first in my class in a major metropolitan school to read. First one in my class to read. And I thank comic books. Yeah, 
So they helped me get me started to read. Not to mention the golden books with the golden little spine, but comic books helped get me to read. Yeah, picture books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, we're gonna end it on that note. Uh, on that note, please email us and let us know what you think of the show. What what you think of our topic tonight? Uh, we Again. know that there's more people out there that yeah. feel the same way we do. Uh, go ahead and email us at eecf two five four two eight at comcast.net again I am Reverend Jim Esquire and in front of me is Big Candy we hope to see you around sometime soon And now, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast! You screaming up! And we're back. I hope you enjoyed what me and Big Candy talked about about 15 years ago and how it might uh, apply to today. Let me say this. The emails that me and Big Candy talked about or mentioned in this episode are no longer in existence anymore. So, along with the website to find the the uh, Electric Eye. The only way you can find the, any Electric Eye episodes is if I dropped them on this, uh, on Podbean, on, under the Long Coat Mafia podcast banner. So, uh, there's that. Okay, that being said, if you, like I said in the start of this show... Uh, if you want to comment on how what you thought how you think the comics industry has changed how the the collecting uh, hobby has changed over the years or how you might have seen it changed in regards to whether it be sports cards comics uh, other collectibles let us know uh, let us know on podbean and good pods because that's the two best podcatching apps right now that have a comment section that are that allow you to you all of you out there to debate in regards to and talk about how things have changed so please do that sign up and subscribe to us on podbean and good pods uh, it, they're both available on both at Android and iOS. So please do that. Subscribe to us. 
But if you prefer something like pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, uh, send us a DM, uh, DM on like Twitter or on Instagram or send us an email at longcoatmafia at gmail.com uh, telling your tales. And when we finally have a, uh, a main episode with me and Sasha, uh, we'll talk about the, these stuff that y'all send us uh, in regards to emails and DMs. But if we're not recording uh, a main episode that week and I get enough, I might just do a recording episode uh, responding to your emails, to your direct messages, to your comments, and so forth and so on. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. So go like us over there. Uh, we have an Instagram, all TikTok, the whole nine yards. Uh, all those links are in the description down below or above, depending on where you find this podcast. Um, so like, subscribe us, share us around because that's the best way and the best, not just the best, it's the cheapest way because it's free. Uh, though we have ways that you can support us financially, whether it be through our GoFundMe tip jar or Patreon or uh, getting stuff from Dubby and using code LCM Podcast. The links to Dubby is on our description. Or you're just going to head on over to their website, which is dubby slash i should say dubby.gg and at checkout using lcm podcast and uh you get 10 percent off your order and doing that order helps support this channel so go ahead find out and uh ch stay tuned for we're going to have a second episode this week it's going to be a uh, repost of something different um just stay tuned for it i uh, hope you en enjoy it uh, check it out Stay tuned and please bear with us while we get things organized personally because once we do that, I'm sure all of you want a uh, uh, refreshed and uh, mentally stable uh, podcasters to do everything out there because mental health matters. And that's a good hint of what is going to be coming out this Wednesday. So I'm the Godfather and... I'm a gamer. I'm wearing a bikini. See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.